Okay, I think there's a bit of latency as well. Um, T, did we do the click test with you last time? What's what? What click test? Someone counts three, <laughs> two, one, and then on the zero clicks, and we all click at the same time, and then we see how long the latency is. Okay, so I do it. Three, two, one. Did you click? Nah, I clicked. <laughs> three, two, one. I didn't click this time. How was that? <laughs> Both you click. It's not that hard. Three, two, one. All right, let's get it down to business. Welcome to the Artist Notepad, where we explore artistry, we talk life, and we talk hood politics. I'm David. And I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> that's, that's not nice. You're embarrassed for me? Why are you embarrassed? I'm not embarrassed. I got you confidence in myself. I got confidence in myself, Jack. You know, there's confidence and... Okay, I'm not even going to... I'm Jack. And thank you for joining <laughs> us for this week's episode of Tan and Chill. Um, well, actually, this is the artist notepad. But today is an episode of our Tan and Chill series. Um, yes. But today we're going to be talking about Kendrick Lamar's 2015 album, To Pimp a Butterfly. And... We've been planning this one for a while, but it's been pushed off for one reason or another. Things have gotten in the way. But mm. David, we're finally getting back into it. And I don't know about you, but I'm I'm pretty excited about this one. What about you? I'm very, very excited. And I know we've been saying that about every guest and every so topic. Excited. Every topic that we've been talking about. But I'm I'm a big Kendrick Lamar fan. And in preparation to talk about it today with you guys. I had to listen to it again and I have to mm. say my I rekindled my inner Kendrick Lamar fanboy. So mm. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready okay. to do oh. this. Well, should we just skip over all the, you know, formalities and just get our get our co or our our guest, that's what we call them, our guest on today. Yeah. Do you want to intro him? <laughs> or did Man, you we are to? we are hitting this out of the park so far. So <laughs> today, um, we are bringing back someone who has been on the show before. Um, unfortunately, it's not made by who again. Um, so this isn't his third time record, but we do have a a uh, a second time re- returner. <laughs> yes, guest, 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 second time guest on the show. And, and this is one of his favorite albums um, of all time. Maybe his favorite. We'll, we'll see what he says. But Tawanda, welcome back to the show. Yo, yo. Ooh, Mr. Bay to, in the building. Be hey. I actually uh, like co-host better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't only have to be two times. Don't you know? push your luck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, if you st- ever start with that again, you're never coming back on time. Oh, okay. Oh. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shots. If David says it, you know it's serious. Dang, yeah, I don't joke okay. around. It's like that. Nah, bro, right? it's good to have you on, man. <laughs> hey, good to be here. Good to be here. I love yeah. the podcast as always. I enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you very much. What? So, guys, what, what are we drinking? What are we drinking? Yeah, right yeah. Now? I was just about to say. Um, guess first. What do you? Oh, what do you, okay. Um, Mr. Bay. Uh, I got some orange juice. Specific, please. Specific. What man, type? Man, so I got some like Woolies uh, orange juice. I don't even know what this is. So, so, Celeta? Celesta. We t- we t- we talking p- pulp or no pulp? Um, this one's no pulp. 
No. See? It's all right. All right, man. I didn't buy you're, it. You're like, I, I just found it in the house, man. So, mm, you know. Right. Yeah. Is it, it 100% orange or is it like that? Probably like 5%, not, bro. 20%? I have no idea. I don't know, bro. It's orange juice. That's all I know. Above, above 50% orange? No. Probably not. <laughs> It doesn't taste like it. The five, the, the five percent stuff tastes really good sometimes, but it's kind of like cordial. But yeah, juice. That that's the, I think that that's yeah. That's what I feel like. That's what this is. Yeah, it's like <laughs> juice. But yeah, okay. <laughs> but um, but, but um, <laughs> what? But, but um, Jack, uh, what are you sipping on, man? Man, I feel like I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> Why? Juice. Yeah. Yeah. No, really? that's fucked. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that messed up? It's just weird. <laughs> it, oh, bruh. <laughs> what? what? Maybe, I, maybe I'll leave this whole thing in, but I'm just going to bleep out the words so no one knows oh, what he wow. said. They're going to think I said some like messed up stuff. <laughs> but okay, let's just That'd keep be it funnier. in history. That would be yeah. actually okay. funnier. <clears throat> well, I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> you have to wow. be specific. What beer? You're the one who said we're gonna be specific. Yeah, man. What beer? It's just it's a bit of a it's a bit of a sensitive one at the moment, so I'm just not sure I should say it. Right. Wow. I haven't seen your bottle actually, but I think I can get like sensitive one. What do you mean by sensitive? Oh, it's a Corona. <sighs> it's yeah. Corona, guys. It's a Corona. Sorry. Oh God. I was trying not to remind everyone of everything happening, but you guys just had to go ahead and do it. No, Stay I safe didn't. Out there, y'all. Stay safe. Yeah. All right, David, finish this section up because we've been talking about drinks for way too long. What are you (laughs) drinking? (laughs) Um, My go-to at this time of the evening, I like to have my chamomile tea from T2. Sponsor us. Um, Chamomile with honey and vanilla, bit of vanilla action. It's not my favorite. We ran out of normal chamomile, so I have to have this, but it's still good. Still very good. Damn, life's tough, hey. Life's so hard when you don't have. At least you don't have to drink that tea. juice. Oh my god! <laughs> You're gonna bleep that out too. You Yo, bleep- yes, please. Yep. That would yep. be so funny. That's so That'd funny. Be people, people might be just mad at us without knowing what we actually <laughs> said. So that would be that be hilarious. It's gonna be like beep juice. Okay, maybe I should leave all this exposition in as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Show yes. episode, bro. There's a whole bunch of us talking about how we we said the word juice and how nobody juice. knows that we said juice. 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 I wonder why that, like, imagine that was an actual drink, though. Like, a brand. How, like, that would be so strange. Juice. Helps you fight crime. <laughs> it's like, helps you fight crime and, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Gonna... And, well, uh, well, guys, come up, come speaking, speaking of language, speaking of language that should remain on the street, um, we're going to be tackling an album, which has a lot to do about nice. street life and coming from the streets, going home, returning to the place that you, you came from, yeah. respecting your your lineage, your heritage, yeah. um, as well as many other political topics, which are actually pretty relevant in the world right now. And it's um, I think it's a pretty uh, topical time to be discussing this album, which is a very racially fueled album, I think it's safe to say. Yeah, that is very safe to say, man. Nice, um, indeed. Nice transition. Um, how about how about like it's been a while since we tackled a um album, but let's br- like let's start very basic, but just like 
overall thoughts it's been like mm. five years since i've like listened to the album again because when it first came out i was like heavily into it but this was like back in the time when i was much younger plus i was under the influence like i used to like smoke and take pills and stuff like that so it was in a different mind state and different maturity as well so yeah but I don't know about you guys. Interesting that you chose to listen to conscious rap while not being fully conscious. Yeah, I know. But like, I feel like weed helped me to ponder deeper into certain things, but I think I was wrong. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) okay. So, um, yeah, I want to see what you guys think. Um, Like, how how many times have you listened to it? Like, overall thoughts? And yeah, let's start start there, maybe. T, I'll let you go first because, you know, guests and being kind and all that being polite to our guests yeah, yeah um man is make it i don't know oh, first off i i i like you just want to say like i feel like there's no wrong way to listen to this album <clears throat> like whether you're yeah. influenced by something or not you still like the fact that you still got something out of it even at a young age is the whole point mm. of music in general so it's yeah. like Thanks. it's cool um <laughs> But yeah, um, the overall, overall, when I, when it first came out, I was like, yo, it was, it was crazy. I was young, so like still in high school and all that, but, um, it, it really changed a lot of, like, it changed me and like just my overall personality and just like how I interacted with a lot of the people around me. I became, wow not only more chill like but i started to really like take more of a back seat and start to look at things from other people's perspective and that's when it grew my curiosity into how other people perceive things and how other people move and act and that kind of stuff you know what i mean mm. wow yeah so yeah it was it was it was when i say it's my favorite it is my favorite album so yeah it it changed like amazing yeah man it was it, that's that one album that like if anyone asked that's yeah i go to that one sure for butterfly cool cool amazing. yeah is there, is you there a specific track that comes to mind or are you just looking at a whole, as at the whole album itself like the, was it, there a moment like yeah I feel like it has to be the whole album. It's just okay, one of those right. bodies of work. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure even out of the singles, like when you put them in the context of the album, it's just amazing. And then even the way that the track list is listed, like just how the album is structured is just insane. Mm. You go from Crazy. like the premise and then at the end of the premise, there's the, the the poem the poetry that connects yeah, 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 like yeah. it connects the whole entire album together and then the first part of the album is basically like the acknowledgement of like black people and how amazing they are and the things that they do and um you know just like that shot to to fame and just kind of like just the grasp of like how most African-Americans like moved through society after they've like reached a certain platform kind of thing. That's how like I perceived it, especially like the first time I listened to it, like just the whole Wesley's theory um, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of thing. 
And it's like, mm. yeah, it's so interesting just to see. It's like, oh, okay, cool. That that like what you said, Jack. Like the fact that like he gets like this platform, and then like when you go back home, and then you know try to like change things in your own like hometown in your society and like just the people around yeah. you kind of thing. Yeah. That's one thing I love about Kendrick is his storytelling. And like before we started rolling, like we, I was talking with Jack about like Jack is, uh, Jack will be able to speak on it on his own, but like. Thanks. Um, thanks for allowing me to speak my, on my own behalf. <laughs> I really appreciate that. You get that, you get that privilege today, Jack. So you can so do that. But, it's so nice. Yeah. His storytelling is crazy. Hey, so on yeah. that note, Jack, did you want to get into it a bit? Oh, if you have, sure. if you, do you have more to say, T? Like, you just want to stop. Nah, I'm away. So I'm away. Nah, okay. man, we, we could time. be here we all day. Like, I'm away. It's cool. <laughs> all night. All right, cool. All night. Jack, man. Um, so I'm my my experience of this album is very different to both of you because I didn't hear this. I was very late on the Kendrick train. Um, I don't. I, I actually. Well, I didn't get into hip hop until after I left high school. So, um, I'd actually never heard of Kendrick. Um. Oh. Yeah. Until, like, probably I started hearing about him, like, around the time this album came out, which was 2015. Um, but I, I didn't really pay attention to him until I got more into hip-hop, which was about twenty six late 2016, early 2017. Yeah. Um, and that was, 2017 was when he released Damn. And... Um, mm. That was your intro to Kendrick Lamar. That, yeah, that yeah. was my gateway. And so for me, like where I differ from you guys is I hold damn in like my top, probably my top two albums um, of all time personally. Um, And I listened to it before I listened to to Pimper Butterfly and they're very different albums. They're very different. Um, Very different. Yeah. And personally, just from a musicology, so from the music itself, damn just vibes with me better in terms of the message. um, I love both of them pretty equally maybe to pimper butterfly a bit more in terms of the actual the actual like um theme running through it but i really like what kendrick's doing in damn i actually just feel like it's a lot more subtle it's interesting t you always say that damn is a commercial album but i feel like the um what the actual subject matter is talking about is so much more nuanced in damn than it is in um to pimper butterfly that's not saying that it's like um brash or over the top into Pimper Butterfly. It's not. It still has its very subtle moments as well. But I feel like anyone who listens to that album would have to be a complete idiot not to realize what's being talked about. For me, it took me a couple of listens to Damn before I could even work out what the whole album was about. Not what each song was about, but the whole album. Um, and yeah, so I personally, like I liked Pimper, Butter- to Pimper Butterfly, but it's not an album that I feel like it calls me back to listen to it again and again and again, like Damn has done. Like I've I've listened to, to Pimper Butterfly probably about four or five times all the way through, right. um, including today. <laughs> mm. um, I think today was my fifth time through. Nice. And every time I pick up more stuff that I miss, but it's more from a like, um, oh, that's really interesting. Not like, Oh, whoa! You well, know, dude. like, yeah. like I, I don't sort of fanboy about it, like yeah, David, yeah. you said, but um, Bro, I but I, do, I, I think it's a, I think it's a very well crafted album, and especially what you referred to, T, about the poem that's running throughout that. I've never heard that in anything else. Like, it's a really cool concept, mm. and like the way 
again, the way he constructs the final interview, which we'll get to, but like that, just every time I listen to it, it blows me away. The little subtleties that they mm. put in there. Like it's just yeah. so succinct. It sounds like they're in the same room, um, which of course they're not. Yeah. I look, you feel like, um, based uh, just on just on what you said about like just the themes and stuff, I kind of feel like a lot of people who are to Pimple Butterfly fans weren't as pleased with Dam at the beginning because the topics that are covered in Dam are conveyed into Pimple Butterfly, just not as much as in Dam which is why I say it's a commercial album because it feels like it felt like those were things that we were already past that were kind of covered already. You know what I mean? Just like if you, if you go through mm. the topics in, in damn, it Loki right. felt like some of those were kind of covered, not, not as upfront as in damn, but like they were kind of covered into Pimper Butterfly. Sure. <clears throat> but th- th- there's a reason for that. And that's because, and I don't want to spend too much on Damn because it's not the album Next we're reviewing. Episode. But so, if you look at his, Maybe. if you look at his, um, his previous two albums, right, um, with well, actually not two because he released Untitled. Wait, was Untitled Unmasked yeah, between, between, yeah. between Butterfly yeah. and Damn, or was it between Good Kid, Mad? Okay, well, the two before to Pimper Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City, like uh, those two for me are both placed in a particular point of time, and they're based on a particular subject. And they sort of stick around that. They fluctuate a bit, but it sort of focuses on a particular period of time. In Good Kid, Mad City, I feel like he's looking back on his past a lot um, and just sort of looking at um, his period before, like before he got famous, really. Um, and in To Pimp a Butterfly, it's sort of focusing on racism and um, kind of, once again, a sort of like where he is now, his views and how they've changed like over time, but it's really kind of based in where he's at at the, at that time. With Dam, it's about from the day he was born to the day he dies. That like the album's about his whole life, and it's about all the themes that he's struggled with in his life. Every single thing that he's faced and he's tried to comprehend, it's about all those things. So of course, if it's about his whole life, it's going to cover yeah. things that have already been talked about. But I feel like there's things <clears throat> in Dam which never get touched on in right. any of his other work. Um, and that's why I love it so much. And I find him so much, so vulnerable about himself personally, because he does a lot of talking about um, s- like social situ- social um, politics and about um, other people's stories in his other albums. But right. I feel like in Damn, okay. he's so personal about his own experience. And that's why I find Damn different. And I, that's why I find it more accessible to someone who hasn't had to deal with a lot of the issues that he's talking about in To mm. Butterfly for obvious reasons. Um and T, yeah. we've had this discussion before that like as a black kid growing up, obviously this album is saying a lot of things that you might have been feeling or thinking or maybe not thinking, but it puts that perspective yeah. like in your reality. And for me, like even though I didn't hear it growing up, even if I did, I feel like it wouldn't have jumped out to me as much because as a white kid growing up, mm. a lot of these issues I never had to deal with. That doesn't mean that I would be completely apathetic and not like... Yeah. Be like, huh, that's really interesting. But it wouldn't have struck me at the same mm. level as yeah, it would have Yeah, I definitely struck. agree on that. Um, I think that's what, that, that was the key factor, especially like listening to it at a, at a young age, like realizing that there are, there are certain things that are not in our school curriculum, 
that are impacting black people, not just in America, but as like just universally as a black person, there, there are similar experiences that we all go through. And it's like, there are things that you need to know and cover concepts that you need to understand growing up the unity of black people and not just the unity, you know, like realizing, um, the fact that like, it doesn't matter what color you are, you need to, you know, treat people with respect, treat yourself with respect, uh, carry yourself with respect. And then it also covers the, you know, the, the, the power of, of words and word play and yeah. just how powerful like, the meaning of your, things. Mm. Yeah. Just yeah. like, just how words are yeah, yeah. super like powerful just by changing the meaning behind them, just certain phrases, which is why I appreciate, um, to people butterfly the mm. most. I think it it's it it even affects like the way that I try to like write music, especially because because like I feel like the 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 chorus or the hook of a song is usually telling you the premise of what the song is about. So like when you listen to to Pimple Butterfly, every single mm. chorus or hook that's in there gives you the main like premise of what the song is about so it gives you like, like a starting base, point right yeah, yeah. It's like it gives you like the starting like, point mm. of like this is where i should start off with and then once you dive into the verses slowly but surely once you get past the you know the wordplay and the lyricism and really go down to the core of what the song is about it's just crazy because it, yeah it just like opens this new world each song just opens up something new and something different you know what i mean that's why i love it yeah Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was a that was a good introduction. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's been good, nah. I think for myself, just to just to lay off um or start like just to add on top of what we were just discussing right now or talking about, I feel like for me it was it was an album my most listened to album in 2015. I've been using Spotify since like 2013 or 2012, like. For, for its history and then like i used the free version of course yeah and then later yeah, the on ads. i got the i got the chiching and then i um <laughs> well i got um premium but um yeah to pimple to pimple butterfly for yeah, me man, can you can you give um, me premium i think it as someone who is um korean or is asian um and is not fully able to comprehend and grasp the black experience I think it's helped me to become a lot more mindful and definitely now revisit, revisiting the album um, as someone who's matured and older, it puts that different perspective. And I feel like it's so much more deeper than what I um, could grasp five years ago. Like, it's like, it, it actually made, like I was just saying it earlier, but it actually like rekindled that fanboy that was like deep, in, like deep inside me so i i agree that like because i love to people butterfly so much like i didn't appreciate damn as much and i didn't have like that drive to try deep um dig deeper and but to pimple butterfly i listened to the whole album and before we started i was saying man i wish i had more time to just listen to the album again just so that i can kind of grasp like what i want to talk about what um, each track is gonna like is trying to tell and represent 
because the storytelling on this album I feel like is like probably the greatest like I feel like Kendrick Lamar is just such a genius and like I respect him so much because of like um and the and how he ties Tupac at the end of the album as well I'm like blown away because yeah. like Tupac was my introduction to hip-hop right, okay, my, right. me too my, yes <laughs> So Let's go. I was always a Tupac, Tupac fanboy as well. And then when, when I discovered Kendrick Lamar, I think the first track I listened to from him was either, um, what is it? Good Kid, Mass City or, yeah. um, or, or, or um, there's this track called Faith. And right. it's just random tracks that are uploaded that you can only find on YouTube or yeah, something. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. There's this super woke track called Faith by by Kendrick Lamar but he talks about faith and being brought up in the church as well it kind of connected with me at that time but yeah it's just so dope um my mind's just buzzing with stuff I like about him now so <laughs> yeah. I don't know where to go That's from the here problem. but I'm just well let, let's yeah, start like, to focus in on some tracks because David you talked about yeah. um his storytelling and for me the song that I think is the best storytelling I don't know about you guys but it's how much a dollar cost and in this track, he's yeah. talking about his experience with a homeless guy and like his back and forth with him of them, like the homeless guy thinking, like basically asking him for money and mm. Kendrick's automatic response is no. Then the homeless guy is like, he's like from the homeless guy's perspective, he's being selfish and it's like just a dollar. And then from Kendrick's perspective, he's like, it's going back and forth and it, it finishes with Kendrick sort of dropping the mic all over the dude saying that like he could see him like thinking about what he was going to say and that it was a scam and everything. But it doesn't really tell you for sure whether that's true or not. Um, but I just find like that back and forth and how he keeps switching between perspectives so seamlessly. I think that for me, that's maybe one of the best storytelling tracks on the album. What do you guys think? Definitely. Yeah. I yeah, think definitely. I think an angle an angle that you might have missed, but I'm quite convinced that um, it is what has happened is that when in how much a dollar costs he he interacts with the homeless man and I don't know if you missed that line, but he's like I am God. I think I think the point of that was legit. He's it's meant to represent his encounter with God while he was he was there and i think i feel like that was a turn not a t maybe it wasn't the exact turning point for kendrick in the in the storyline of to pimp a butterfly but that interaction with the homeless man who later reveals his god humbles kendrick to a position where i think is it mama that follows how much a dollar costs or is it um, before it is complexion that's two that's Mama's two, songs two tracks before, before. Yeah, it's before. Okay, well, but like I think it 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 it's during the transition because I feel like the later half is when Kendrick is the butterfly, and yeah. then the first the three four yeah it's like caterpillar yeah, yeah, yeah and then the yeah and then I get I, th I guess we have like slightly different views on when he's a cocoon and butterfly just by the sound of things, but yeah, I feel like yeah he's. The way he uses his voice and how he changes tone um, is so crazy in this mm. album. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's so interesting. interesting. I after you said that line about um, "I am God," I remembered it, but I, it's, I'm still not sure whether I interpret it as a homeless dude just because of how this track finishes. Like he's still yeah. quite resentful towards him at the end. I think that's why it makes sense that he's coming from that perspective because the the 
I feel like the the homeless man sounded pretty introspective. He had a very in-depth perception of his position and Kendrick's position to the point where yeah. he knew, you know, more than he seemed to know. And then he was yeah. able to quote things that made Kendrick feel some type of way, you know, to, to yeah. look at his beliefs, right? And then after that, after but he doesn't the, know, does he? After the, uh, he does. He quotes a a, a a Bible, he the a Bible verse. Have you over? Have you ever opened up Exodus fourteen? I think. Um, and then he started, yeah. um, talking about that specific uh verse, and then adding to what um David just said about the I am God. What shows that he's still in that thought process of like, why do I still have to? Why do I, um, after working as hard as I have, have to then mm. relinquish all yeah. that I've, all the wealth that I've given when he's, when he's like, I've, what was it? I've washed my hands. I, wait, what was it? I've um, washed my hands. I've washed my I've hands. Sa- yeah, I've, I've said my grace. grace. What, what more do you yeah. want from me? So it was, it's like, yeah. it's right. also like from the, from the church perspective, you can also like think about like the fact that we, we give like money back to the community, to the church, you know, that are 10%. So he's like, okay, I've already yeah. done all that. I said my prayers. I gave, I gave thanks. You know, I already gave back to the community. Like why you got to get my extra dollar. Mm-mm. So it's like, what does that actually, right, yeah. like, what and, does the actual and the last money line? Mean? Sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna say the last line is also turn this page, help me change the right, my wrong. So I guess yeah. like, as David, you, you were saying, this is like sort of the turning point for him where yeah. he's like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I missed that. I'll be honest, I yeah. completely missed that. Crazy, yeah. right? It's, yeah, yeah. Because it crazy. just seems like a, at first mm. glance, it just seems like an interaction with the homeless man. But then once the, the Bible quotes start to move forward, from that point onwards, it becomes more than just the initial interaction. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's in the state of anger at this man, but then this yeah. man is more than he's leading to to seem, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess for me, like I, I got caught up on the lines, like um, I'm looking at the, the lyrics now to see the ones that jumped out to me. And I remember hearing the lines of like every nickel is mine to keep. I remember hearing yeah. that like right towards the end. And um, and yeah, as you said, like I washed my hands, I said, my grace, what more do you want from me? And so I was hearing that at the end as like um, him, like still resentful at the end. But actually that last line, I completely missed that. Like turn this page, help <laughs> me change the right, my wrong. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's. No, that's cool. That's that's even it's more. Like, it's even like better storytelling than I initially thought. Mm. Yeah, it's good that we're having this conversation because we're we're gonna try to tr- um convert you into tip pimple butterfly family. Yeah. Bro, as I said, I've always really <laughs> appreciated the lyricism no, 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 and I the know, themes. Know, yeah. For me, the the yeah. the not the problems that I have with it because as I said, I don't dislike it. It's just that for me, I don't love it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the reason why for me is just the beats. Like for me, a lot of the beats just. And the hooks, a lot of the hooks for me just leave something lacking. And yeah, I feel like... Really? Yeah, I feel like for, yeah. for Kendrick, um, hooks are something that I mm. feel like he's... You can hear the growth in his hooks on every single album. They get better and better and yeah. better. Yeah, um, definitely. Like on some of his old stuff. And you, you sort of see this in a lot of rappers when they... Like, like their early mixtapes and their early albums and stuff. Like their, rap, their uh, hooks aren't as um, imaginative. They're normally yeah. just like repeating one line or whatever. Um but like these days, I think that Kendrick's hooks are like 
some of the best in hip hop. Top notch. Yeah, 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 definitely top notch. Yeah. But for me, yeah, a I lot love of the like hooks on this man. What, but like, yeah, keep going. Sorry, it, it's sorry. it's for me that like a lot of these tracks they either hit or they miss. Like it's not like um, there's a mm. I'm just like eh. like some of these tracks I really like, and we'll get into some of the tracks that are our favorites. But um, others just I don't know. Like they're either too hectic. Like there's parts in Wesley's theory for me that just get so hectic and i'm just like and king kunta as well like i they're just it's so much going on and i'm just like i don't it's know really, a bit, over, so a bit overwhelmed so from there the, is a from lot the, yeah from oh, an instrumental definitely. standpoint man and i know that's the i know that's the objective he's trying to make it really busy and hectic but for me like um too much at times it just feels like a bit too much for me i like more mm, of his right. like um like clever production but thinner like more laid back um okay or just something more succinct so like um like i'm gonna say this though which is gonna completely go against that for free is my favorite production on the whole album so <laughs> and that's like probably I the, love that the busiest song I like love it the yeah. that's just like amazing the um super it's busy so jazz, good jazz yeah jazz oh man track yeah yeah, yeah. I love amazing. It. amazing i love it yeah I love it so much. I, I laugh every time I listen to it as well. <laughs> oh, bro, it's crazy. When you All right, look maybe at we'll it. maybe maybe we'll get into our top three in the album, but cool. at the same time, I think just so we have a, like a clearer direction of like um, how we're gonna talk about the album, maybe we'll just work down the tracks as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sure, so so sure. we can get into a bit of storytelling, but stay in order. Just so, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys do most of the talking here because, as I said, I haven't listened to this as much as you. So you guys have probably processed what the story is, the cohesive story throughout a lot more than I have. Yeah. I'm interested to see what T thinks because, like, yeah, I might just, I might have differences in how I see it. But, yeah, it's, let's get into so it. So let's, yeah. let's start with Wesley's theory. And T, I, from what you did say before, I completely agree that it's like a celebration at the start. But do you want to go into more of what you're talking about? Like, obviously, it's the opening line, which is like that celebration. But do you want to go into more about that? Um, I just learned that Thundercat is on there. Like, it makes yeah, so bro, much I was sense. looking at them and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's like a celebration of of um of the platform and the artist, and then moving forward, um the the influence of of said artists on that platform, and then kind of just the growth, and then what they bring to the table, kind of thing. I feel that like story wise, you know what I mean, like. The caterpillar is like leaving. It's going to the big city. That's that's Wesley's theory to me. Mm. I think, and I'm pretty sure that's one of the lines in the in the in the poem. Like the caterpillar moves to the big city. Do you think Wesley? Because in the in the, the the final like when he's explaining the poem to in, in the final conversation, do you think um, he says my friend wrote this? Do you do you think that's Wesley? That could be, yeah. I never thought about that. See, that's so interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, maybe. Or I feel like, so if we're going to that, I feel like it, it must be one of... <laughs> I, I, Start with the first song. Yeah, <laughs> go, go song. straight to the last song. Yeah, but um, I feel like for the for the thing that we're talking about right now, um, I, I'm leaning more towards maybe one of his um, homies that passed because he starts opening with the poem right after Park says, what's it called? 
we're not even making songs. Like, I'm paraphrasing here, but like, we're not really making songs. We're yeah. just letting our yeah, dead, dead homies tell like stories. speak through us. Yeah, yeah tell the yeah. stories through us. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. feel like, I feel like, it it for me it makes sense that yeah Kendrick might be leaning now towards oh I'm gonna speak for my homie. You know what I mean? So, but right, yeah, that's okay. interesting. That's how I, that's how I saw it. But right, that's so interesting. Right, it could be either. I guess. Yeah, because yeah. like yeah, sense. for me the clear vision is like someone leaving to go somewhere bigger to you know yeah. to gain that platform to then come back so if we're talking about the start of the story and we're talking about the poem and the context of the poem it makes sense that he's the caterpillar at this stage moving to but, the big city yeah I, I i yeah but i think he's talking about his perspective though with the butterfly and the caterpillar yeah. and the cocoon i don't think he's talking about his actual reality which is why he can go back to his home because his perspective shifts where he gets humbled and realizes like that he needs to right, yeah. instead of like his actual reality, you know? The, mm. oh, it nah, works I both like ways. It is his, I feel like it is his reality. Yeah, so, like, it works both what ways. I, what, yeah. Do you have, more, <laughs> this is so do funny, do you have more to say about Wesley's theory? Because like I want to kind of start, start jumping in because like, really. I, sure. like, I feel like I bring um a bit, something slightly I, different. I do, I do have one thing. So yeah. T, you said all the hooks like sort of represent what the song's about. Yeah. When you said that, I just thought about this hook because this is... Like, how does this hook link into the song? I'm I'm genuinely curious because to me, this just seems like a catchy hook that everyone can like scream out and then no one listens to what happens in the verse during this, like the sort of people who would be screaming out this hook are the people who just like don't care about what's actually being said in the rest of the song. What do you think? We're talking well, about Wesley's theory right now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Wesley's like, theory, at yeah. first, I did love Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a representation of of where the journey starts. That's the community. That's the that's the mentality of what's of what's what the caterpillar is surrounded by. Mm, okay, you know what I, I mean? feel like yeah, I that's, see a, that. that's so the start I, of the journey. Yeah, I feel like it's it's much deeper than that. So <laughs> why why I say that? Like, see, how I'm telling you, I'm listening to it five years later. So I feel like I leaned a lot more to what you're saying about it but now how i'm seeing it as a as a like if thematically and as like the whole body of work um i feel like the album starting with like see how jack you were saying earlier that um good kid mad city is in the perspective of or, or him and his um experiences and maybe it's before kendrick's like really in superstardom and like he's like famous and stuff i feel like the start yeah. of To Pimp a Butterfly is when Kendrick enters the industry and he's like, now he's reached that. So the theme of like Uncle Sam is repeated and Lucy is repeated. So maybe we can talk yeah. about that as well. But I feel like yeah, Uncle yeah, Sam yeah. repeat, like he, he represents like money, material. Um, he represents, um, I think in the grand scheme of things, like, um, the music industry. That's what I think. So that's what I, that's what I think it represents. And Lucy is, um, Lucifer is the devil, like Satan. And like, he talks about like sin and or like his temptations and vices and stuff later on. But yeah, so I feel like when, when Wesley's theory starts with like what happens when um, someone who's from the ghetto or like a, black talented artist gets to stardom quickly then it gets um 
misdirected because like um i feel like the sample that's used at the start every n-word is a star it's similar to how it works with the title of the album see how it's like he like i'm saying this because like kendrick says in an interview um um up when he talks about to pimp a butterfly he says like he likes the sound of like the softness of the word butterfly and the hard hitting um sound of pimp and how it goes together like and the contrast between those two things and then it starts the album starts with where's the theory and the sample is like every n-word is a star like in the if you sit back it just basically means like inside every black person or um every person there's potential for greatness right or like um they can go to stardom right but then um similar to to pimp or butterfly like butterfly and, and pimp i feel like every n-word the n-word is the negative or like the like it's like a neg like a um yeah like a negative term or derogatory term for black people but then it's contrasted with the word star which is like like bright and you know what i mean does, does that kind of am i looking to yeah. I feel like you're picking into the actual details of it. Like where whereas I was what I was saying is like I think we're picking at the same thing. Like we're saying the same thing in terms of like that is the beginning point. He's acknowledging yeah. where he's starting from as the caterpillar per se. You know what I mean? So that's like the the starting point. He's acknowledging that like first of all as a black person any mm. other black person can do this. Yeah, yeah. Now, all right. From this per from this point forward, let me tell y'all what it's like from what I've seen and what some of my homies experience from their point of view or like me looking into their point of view kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like story wise, mm. it makes sense. Like you're, you're, you've gone into the more detailed ends of it of just like yeah. the actual story yeah. of like, okay, first of all, I acknowledge that every black person can do this. All right. Yeah. And then moving forward. Every, every black person is a star. Like, moving forward from this point where I stay at, mm. let's move forward. You feel me? Mm. Yeah. What I will say, David, that I think supports your theory is the sort of the other hook or the, I don't know, the, is it like a pre-chorus? I don't know. But we should never gave, we should never gave N-words, money, go back home, money, go back home. Like, that line... Yeah. kind of fits with your theory in terms of yeah. like um like a black person becoming famous really quickly and how their mentality changes for like the worse and that yeah. line sort of saying like see it's funny because the first time i yeah. listened to this song i remember thinking that that was wesley and that wesley was like maybe a, a political figure from the past that i didn't know um, who it was and was a racist and basically that was their what their theory was that you should wow. never give black people money whoa i thought i thought wesley's theory was actual like uh well he because kendrick kind of talks about this and how wesley like i'm saying this because i heard him say it in the interview where um wesley's theory is like the basis of what um like a, an issue that like when um a black person get from from bad um, economic circumstances goes into stardom and receives a lot or gets a lot of money quickly, then it leads to, um, you know, 
Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I think that is supported by the last line of the, I think it's the second verse, which says, I'll Wesley snipe your ass before 35. Like, yeah. that to me is like saying that, yeah, Wesley, like Wesley's theory will take you out, you know? Um, right, 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 right. Yeah, that that's how I thought it, that's what I thought it meant the very first time I listened to it. Um over time, I've become a lot less convinced about what it means, but I think there's evidence suggesting that, yeah, that Wesley's theory is actually that about not giving black people money because, um, in his opinion, that will only lead to bad things. Yeah, lol. Or it could just be about Wesley Snipes. <laughs> the actor. Sure, but I, yeah. think, I think that's just wordplay, that he'll Wesley Snipe your ass before 35. I don't think it's about Wesley Snipe, but maybe it is. Nah, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> I'm just playing with y'all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's next? Oh. Okay, well, we're still on the first track, so let's let's try and skip through. Man, like, we're not gonna a little bit quicker. So <laughs> it's gonna be for free. Oh man. Um, I don't think I don't think heaps needs to be said about this. Um, yeah. I think it's it is saying some stuff, but I also think it's a bit of fun as well. Um. I think Kendrick's talking about the mentality of like uh, dismissing people because of the lack of money that they have. Mm. Thoughts? <laughs> I think uh, dismissing is definitely the right word, but I think it's um, dismissing more than just the money part of it. Like it's looking at not yeah, only yeah, yeah. from the perspective of the industry and all industries run by majority white people, it's also looking at um, the relationships within black cultures and dismissing the things that other people do for each other within our communities, especially um, from the perspective of, you know, one that comes to mind in, that relates mostly now is um, the dismiss, like the dismissive nature of, you know, a lot of black men towards black women kind of thing. You know what I mean? Whereas like in the in the track, it was it was kind of jokingly put, not jokingly, that's the wrong word, but there was a different example put in the song as the premise of the song. But dismissive is definitely the right word. It's looking at just hints of like different things just being dismissed that should be upheld more, I guess. Mm. Mm. As as much as it's like a turn up funny sounding things when you actually go into it he even addresses like how dismissive america is towards their um ethnic population and you know the black people as well so it's just, it's just crazy and the video too i like i like the video yeah did you see the music video as well where oh, like man. it starts with the yeah 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 i feel like that plays a big part into the perception of the song as well because of the, just the way he's moving around and like how busy he looks, how he's just everywhere, and the concept of the song as well. Just like how nothing is for free and he has to work so hard to get what he has. But then America is able to take that just from him kind of thing. There's so many ways to look at it. I The middle section of the rap just is like some of his best work in my Yuck. opinion Bro, it's like crazy yeah. the the word play the just word play the, is amazing the the flow it's just like oh it's it's one of his best raps that he's he's released in my opinion um and 
it's fun. And so it's easy to just like ironically dismiss it. But like um, I just, oh, it's just so good. Um, I, I love that. It's not even one of the cleverest lines in the song, but I just love the line. You really think we could make a baby called Mercedes without Mercedes vents and 24 inch rims, 5% tin and air conditioning vents. <laughs> Hell, Hell no. no. <laughs> this D ain't free. Um, next song. King Quinter. Quinter? Yeah, King what do you guys say? We want the fuck. King Quinter is a really funky track. To be honest, this is this is my this is my least favorite song on the album. Really? Yeah, I just I do not vibe with the beat at all. I just can't get around it. Like wow. once again, I I like what Kendrick's doing, but the beat for me, I just can't vibe with it. It's just I don't know. And all the key changes, it just I love it. Person personally, I just can't vibe with it. I know it's like one of the most popular songs on the album, yeah. but for me, I just can't get on board. I don't know. Isn't it that just like doesn't that, vibe with isn't me. that that like that West Coast kind of vibe? Yeah, it's very West Coast. It's very West West yeah, Coast. Yeah, but production mm. by done by um Terrace Martin. Um, right. yeah. I'm looking at the genius page right now. That's why I'm like spitting facts. The, like, guitar, you gotta have facts. the guitar ostinato thing, the, like the ding, 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 ding. Like that bit is my least favorite part of the whole song. It just really? annoys me. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> wow. But I, once again, I like the lyricism. Yeah, yeah. And I like bits of the production, but I just, the beat just doesn't sit with me. And like, yeah, it's, I've tried. I've tried to get into I it. Trust it. me. Like, um. Yeah, but I you guys, love you it. guys go go on about this one because clearly I'm not the right person to e- be saying good things about Bruh, it. Bro, Loki, it feels go like first, yeah. Loki, yeah. feels like it's a tribute, like to to just like his influences growing up. That's what it sounds like to me. That like the 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 full sound of it, it just sounds like hello old school. You just expect like a big, like you know, rolling up and like a like yeah. one of those low riders. Yeah, like, 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 yeah. just being in a low rider with like your friends, and you just like cruising, kind of. That's what it sounds like. Like, it sounds like very. I feel like yeah, it's West Coast, right? Like, it's just yeah, yeah very like West it's Coast, a very man. low rider influence kind of like Bob. You know what I mean? Like, you just like nice sunny day, and you just like looking back at all the atrocities, and you know, just vibing in the whip. Skirt, skirt. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is the so um. We're up to the third track now, and this is I feel like the caterpillar part. That's what I feel like. Just to just to add the like caterpillar cocoon butterfly kind of theme, um, or the idea back into the work of art. But I feel like King Kunta is when Kendrick returns to his hood, and I feel like he's um maybe like almost in like an obnoxious state where it's like I've I've come back to my hood and I'm I'm somebody now that kind of mm, I feel like and there's a lot of yeah, pride yeah. and there's a lot of um like that kind of energy like sure like I totally agree with everything you said like the vibe is there it's very west coast and stuff like that but the reason I say that is because later down the track is I, I think you get to see like a um yeah as we mentioned earlier like humbled kendrick but this is like the obnoxious like i'm the king kind of kendrick that comes in and yeah that's what i kind of got from it but oh, i was just talking about the beat I, but in terms of yeah. the um the premise of the track i definitely agree like it it, it kind of yeah. it does sound like that but i don't know about like 
I don't know. It feels less braggadocious to me, but more a celebration. Vocab. What? What was that word you said? Braggadocious. Braggadocious. I never even heard that word before. What does that mean? Like bragging. Bragging. Yeah. Oh, bra- I thought you said braggadocious. Nah, bra- I was like, sounds like a dinosaur. <laughs> braggadocious. Braggadocious, bro. Come on, man. It seems less braggadocious and more of a celebration of a community, of, of what a community built. You know what I mean? Like, he's the result of his environment, and that song is a representative sure. of that. I mean, he, he definitely I, holds that with him. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's more represent. I'm coming from the perspective more of like, knowing that there's visuals to this to represent the story better. Yeah, I know what you're talking about because I saw the music video too. Yeah. He, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, just I, I just want to say, so I just want to say, I, I want to give you credit because I full didn't believe that was a word. I looked it up and it's it a is real a word. word. Yeah, you didn't know that was a word? <laughs> it Bruh. still looks like a dinosaur kind of, but it's more <laughs> a pasta. It's like, like a pimp dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, okay, come it's on, man. We're word. talking about a pimp a butterfly. You can't be... Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen letters. Wow. Damn. It's a big boy. I'll never doubt you again. My man is educated. My man as knows you were, his words. As you were. Let the man speak. <laughs> Don't be braggadocious. Yeah, I felt like it was a celebration of, of the result of a community, um, a community's impact, good and bad. Mm. That's it. That's all I had to say. <laughs> I'm still on braggadocious right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that that word really okay, should let's, this word let's as move much on. As can now. Let's move on. Okay, so yeah. so far, have we have any of the first three tracks um, made our top three tracks? King Quinto. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Do you know where where roughly it takes place, or is it just in the top three? Mm, I don't. Let's not rank them. Let's not rank them. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's it's a hard one because then like when you when you look at like Quinto Kinte. And then the like the name of the song is based off this guy named Kunta Kinte. There's a whole island named after this guy as well. And then he's a yeah. he's a character off of a book called Roots. So then like it's a definitely character, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but then right. it was based on a true character though. Like someone who actually okay. like Right. So then it's like looking at like that like what we just said, like the 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 wordplay from King Kunta Kunta Kinte to Roots, looking at the fact that like it's talking about like where he came from kind of thing, which is basically what we've just been saying this whole time. But like, yeah, <laughs> but just like, the word maybe play. I should just cut out all the other stuff yep. and just, just have that bit yep. in it. <laughs> King Kunta, Kunta Kinte Roots. The power of editing. Nice. All right. So the reason why I asked um, about whether those three, any of those first three were any of your favorite songs is because the next one is definitely one of my top three songs. And that song is Institutionalized. Um, I never really this track never really jumped out to me until this listen I just like I don't I haven't really read into it that much apart from obviously what it's about institutionalism um, and systemic racism but mm. I don't know I just really vibe with the track and like even if I didn't like what it was talking about I just really like just I the vibe of it um, yeah. and I feel like sometimes you don't need to go any further than that. It's just like, I just like the track. But um, David, you just started singing like if kind of my favorite part. Yeah. 
I'll buy, pay my mama rent. <laughs> I feel like it, it also shows institutionalism from the point of view of the African-American community as well. There's specific, yeah. there's, well, not specific, but there are certain things within our community that are upheld. Well, not our community, but the African-American community that are upheld, whether they're good or bad, that are just part of their culture. And I feel like that's what that second half of that song is. Like, yeah. once upon a time in the city so divine, co-westside Compton, you know what I mean? Oh, bro. That, yeah. That, I was going to yeah. say, Snoop's, Snoop's parts are so just... So smooth. Yeah. It, so I feel like that's the induction almost uh, into a certain part of African-American culture within the context of that story. Yeah. And like, I guess it sums up the institutionalism with the line, which I love is just like, it's so simple, but you can take the boy out the hood, but, but you can't, can't take, take the, the hood out the homie. homie. Yeah. I just love like the way he just switches it up yeah. slightly. And then the, the next, end, next line like, is the Wesley theory. Yeah. Took us your money, stashed it in the mosey yeah, yeah. And then now it's like Hollywood's nervous. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like Snoot's parts, but um, yeah, amazing. And like one of these songs, which like in a large part summarizes a lot of what the whole album is about. You know, it's like in one song, I feel like it doesn't completely capture every single idea, but it captures a lot of what Kendrick's talking about, mm. about like mindsets being stuck in your ways. Yeah. And, um, not mm. being able to escape, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and it's also just like um, materialism. A lot of materialism. Oh, yeah. Like how, how yeah. much. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Like if we look at. If What's we, that line? It's about, um, it's, it's, he's saying uh, he's in a recession. So why is, why is he at the king of diamonds? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a recession. Then why the, he at the king of diamonds? Like. Mm. No that kind of yeah like when you got no money but you're still trying to buy like all your bling and stuff you know yeah 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 because i mean i guess and part of the institutionalism i guess in that sense and i don't think this is unique to um african-american culture i think you can see it definitely in some parts of asian not asian culture that's very like broad but you know what i mean david like yeah, yeah. with um clothing and like how you have to wear certain like levels of expense in in terms of like your yeah. clothing and like feeling the need to wear the latest it's like yeah, whenever there's a new shoe released you know it because yeah, there's a bunch of asian yeah. guys like lining all the way down the street These at platypus rich chinese you know? people wearing like like even in like aim like i remember seeing like this year before like the whole lockdown situation like they were chinese, dressed it was like, drip like, central they're just they're just dripping because drip like central. it's not even about fashion at that point nah. it's legit about like it's just money it's bragging. about wearing it's you like, may as well just strap the hundred dollar bills to your exactly. chest i feel like someone like, low-key did that <laughs> somewhere hundred dollar bill necklace yeah i love the chorus for me when i was young when i first heard the album yeah the chorus stood out the, the most to me like that was just that yeah, was that is that anderson pack who sings that is it it sounds like Anderson Pack no, to me. No, it's not. Apparently, it's a guy nah. called Bilal. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with him, but yeah. Because it sounds like Anderson Pack to me, but... Yeah, it kind of um, does, eh? Like that husky voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It works so well to play the grandma figure as well, because it's... it. Kendrick is like... This is what grandma oh, said. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he's yeah. meant to... He's trying to sound like grandma, but of course he doesn't sound like grandma, but like he uses that nasally... The wisdom. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. husky tone where it's like... 
Yeah. Shit don't so change good. until you wipe your ass. It's like you won't things won't change unless you get up and do something about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so is that anyone else's one of their top threes or is it just me? Not nah, me, that man. one's a, it's, it's yeah. cool. It's alright. It's a dope track. Like it's a it's, it's a it's a contender, but it's content it's a contender for the spot for sure. Cause like Okay. Yeah. So so far we've got um two different options, David. Um, well, actually, I'm pretty sure, tell me if I'm wrong, T, but I'm pretty sure this next track is going to be in your top three, These Walls. This, the next track is my, in my of top course. three, Of course! Bruh! Yes! Well. <laughs> yes! Come on, man. Thundercat on the bass. Come on. <laughs> talk Bruh. to him, Thunder. This Thundercat like, yeah. on the bass. Institutionalize. These Walls. Manipulation so, and lies. Such a groovy track. It's in my top three, too, and... It's it's a bit it's a bit weird because like I'm I'm if I'm honest I'm slightly confused about what these walls could talk about because I feel like like in in terms of sound it's like um it definitely connects with me because it 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 hits all the points of like what I really enjoy in like I, I could add this to my playlist kind of track you know what I mean but in terms of meaning I feel like it's like. I don't know. I want to hear what T thinks because, like, I feel like I could be way wrong because, like, I'm thinking. Man. Yeah. T did a full deconstruction for me with oh, this song. Oh, really? So. These walls could talk. They tell you to swim good. Yeah. No boat. I float better than he would. Mm. That's Jesus, bro. <laughs> Jesus? No life jacket. I'm not the God of Nazareth. All right. Get it? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. your flood can be misunderstood. If Before we even get to the Jesus references, yeah. these walls. Is talking about a person's, like the person, you know what I mean? Once you, once you're in that room by yourself, Mm. what would the walls around you say? That's one way to look at it. You know what I mean? Once everything is done, once you're by yourself, Mm, what what would the four walls around you say? Mm. Right. You could take it literally like that, or you could go metaphorically and talk about inside, like just you personally, you know what I mean? Once, once you're your guard has been let down. What did, what, what's there to be said about you? Mm. You know what I mean? It goes deep, bro. Like it's very introspective kind of thing. It's just, there's so many layers. It's talking about like different, so many different things. It, it goes down into, you know, Have you seen lin- the video, David? lineage. I don't think I've seen the video. I'm not sure. Oh, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, good video. Right. it's such a good video, but it goes in even into like lineage, like, Talking about looking a certain way could means your mom is like, you know what I mean? That line about yeah. like the reference about like, um, about the mom, like your mama can't run. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like looking at like from when I look at you, what do I notice? What do I see? It's just about being perspective. Yeah. Perspective. What? Looking at someone's perspective kind of thing. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it, I love that song so much. I talk about that song at like parties, like for people who actually do love music and who want to talk about Kendrick and stuff. It's so crazy because I feel like it has the mo- one of the most in-depth um, hooks and verses because it's, it, there's so much you can talk about. And then it also talks about demolition. So if I was to challenge your beliefs, your core theories, how you perceive things, are you going to hold up or are you going to crush? Mm. Are your walls made of stones or are they made of wood or they made of plastic or paper? What are you made of? What are your core beliefs? What do you believe in? 
what have you what are your experiences and are you who you say you actually are at the end of the day when i look at you or when you're in that room by yourself are the walls when you look at your walls around you are they going to say what you think they're going to say mm. kind of you feel me mm. Mm. very introspective and it's, it's just crazy like we could sit and talk about this song for ages because like it's one of those places where you can if you want to look at like yourself and your behaviors and like who you are the things you hold dear yeah. it's like one of those places where you can start because like it questions it, it it like makes you think like question like what do i think about certain things or like just like the people around you and just yourself i just i just love that song so mm. much see this is one of the songs in the album that i talked about where like I really appreciate a lot of what's happening and I'm listening to it like wanting to like it, but I just don't vibe with it. There's just like... Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I just... I'm just like, yeah, this is cool, but I just can't really like bop to it, you know? Like, or even just like... Yeah. I, I don't know. Just for me, it just doesn't hit in the same spot as some of his other stuff that... I, yeah. I, I don't know. This one hits home. This one like hits for, home because like I really like it. Songs. And I'm listening yeah. to things thinking, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know. That hurts. I don't know. <laughs> Man, that was one of those songs that made me look at myself and how I was like interacting with the people around me and realizing that I didn't like a lot of the things that I was like, I didn't like the way that I carried myself. So then I started making like changes. I started becoming like I became a more like just chill person in general. Like mm. um, I became more apathetic to other people. And yeah, empathetic. it was just one of those songs. Empathetic. Empathetic. Yeah, empathetic. Empathetic, yeah. sorry. <laughs> mm. And it just made me look at myself and just like, you know, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Because I definitely feel like he, the he one, talks man. about like... um realizing like that's one of the things or points that I got this time listening through the album again is like um, realizing your own potential. Like even though it was like we started with Wesley's theory where it talks about um, um, every N-word is a star. Like even it, I feel like it still applies for like just people in general. So it's like every am I realizing like my own potential in becoming something or someone? Like that, that, that's the type of reflection I feel like I got listening mm. and trying to apply it to myself. And then at the same time, like these walls, I thought like maybe it's stuff that's stopping me from, because I feel like this this section and maybe the, even the next track is like the cocoon stage of like the storytelling. But like Kendrick um, looking at walls or barriers that are um, uh, not stopping him, but like, Things that are like holding him in a in a certain like barriers. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's barriers that I want to say because like it's like it's his trans. It's like his process of like I feel like um see how I talked about so I was just saying like oh um the the theme of Uncle Sam being like the music industry and like him yeah. reaching that point where he is in stardom and then he gets quick cash and then he comes back to his hood in the king kind of mind state and then now he's i feel like he's hit a point where he's now trying to seek answers in different directions that's where that's how i kind of saw it and then it leads to the next track where it's like 
um, he hits he hits like rock bottom because yeah because the next track is um you you and then this is a track where it's like he's like almost crying like he's crying like he's cry rapping he's crying yeah oh man I just I just realized something that's what that's why it works because I feel like that's why they work together these walls and you because for me like how I just said like he's looking at himself right. He's realizing a lot of things, right, about himself mm. and the things that he's done. Even in the video, when you look at it and the concept of like, what would these walls actually say about you, you know, once everybody's out, you know what I mean? Like in the, in the video for these walls, there's, a, there's, there's, there's just like hella girls, hella like, you know, drinking yeah, party, and parties yeah. and all that. Right. So he's living the life, like you said, tied back to Wesley's theory. Yeah. He's living the life. Yeah. He's in that zone. But then in terms of like that that notion of like what would his walls actually say about him, reflecting back on him, right? Right. Um yeah. is you. That's what I believe you is. So it makes sense to me. Yeah. So so this is what I'm saying though. Like I Yes, obviously it's about him and I'm saying that he's talking to himself, but I think it's written in the perspective of someone else as if someone else is looking on at him. So I know he's talking to himself, but I mean, it's it's kind of written in the perspective of someone else. Like the, as you were saying, if the walls could talk, what would they say? This oh, is right, what yeah, they would yeah. say. Okay, I get, I get you now. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I feel like that's the response, yeah. Like that's, yeah. I feel like that if the walls could talk, that's the, that's the response. Like, like, because uh, that one's a deep one, man. Yeah, I almost yeah, yeah, cried yeah. at that song so, the first time I heard so it. So I, I, I definitely think that he's talking about himself. Don't get me wrong, but like when he says a line like "I don't need you," which is my favorite line of the song, but like when he yells at himself, like you wouldn't say that to yourself. You, you can't say to yourself, "I don't need you." Like you, you can't not have yourself. You know, like, and I know he's talking to himself, and he feels yeah. all these things towards himself. But I think it's sort of written as if someone is saying these things to him. That's why they're right. like crying yeah, and, and like angry at him and yeah it is. yeah exactly yeah. yeah um yeah the party's over yeah the truth comes out yeah but like so with this song it's like <sighs> i i really yeah. i really like it i really do um but some things just piss me off and so the loving you is complicated thing it just gets on my nerves after a while i really like it but he says it so many times that it starts to get on my nerves and the second verse i like it but then that crying voice just goes on for so long and it's just like hard to listen to i feel like that's to. the whole point like it's make, I know, meant I know, to make I know. you feel so uncomfortable that you almost want to push I, the next i know like, i know skip i'm just and, and, and as yeah. i said like i i like it but it's just i don't enjoy yeah, listening yeah, to yeah, it yeah. you know um, that's good <laughs> i feel like it was loki a freestyle i don't know why but i feel mm. like that one might have been like a freestyle. Like he was mm. actually like he was drunk drinking on that day. Yeah. Oh. And then he was just like in the booth. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Like, um I don't know how I did the crying part though. Like that that almost that shook me. I heard that and I was like I was like, Hey man, come on, bro. I see the the first <laughs> verse, on, like man. I love the aggression because he rarely like Kendrick rarely gets that aggressive. Like on yeah, that yeah, on yeah. that line. Um, that I said, I don't need you. What does it say before? It said, you ain't no leader. I never liked you forever. Despise yeah, you. I don't need you. I don't and need you. And he's just like, I don't need, don't you. need and you. Don't let them kiss you. I know. Yeah, and it's, yeah. oh, it's so good. Like, yeah. Um, get, I love like, it so much. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of. Like when, when Kendrick references start coming off, I, I don't know why. I just get the urge to like go on like the full. 
Okay, so yeah. you guys know how much I like feel from um from Dam, mm. and yeah. my favorite line is like, "There's a little break," and he starts yelling at the break, and mm. this this reminds me of that. That's how much I like this section is when he's when he says that I don't need you section. It reminds me of the second half of Feel. Where he just starts right. yelling into the mic and like it's such a chill song, but it's so hype at that moment. And like for me, this feels like the same thing. It's like that you can feel the anger. It's like rippling through the the your like through your ears as you're listening to it. And it's just yeah, I really it's my favorite part of the song and one of my favorite moments on the album. Mm. Yeah, sick, Jack. Sick, Jack. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Jack. So guys, we've gone for way longer than we originally planned. Um, and we're not even halfway through the album yet. So this is a pretty good point to call it quits, you reckon, guys? And then we can do a part two on this at Agreed. some point. Yes, sir. Amazing, T. We're going to have to get you back on for three times. You did this deliberately, didn't you? You dragged it out so that you could get what? three so times on, on the show. <laughs> I would never. What? 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 There's a rivalry between T and Maybaihu. They're they're going for maximum appearances. Yeah, let's see. Yes, sir. Let's see. Who comes I enjoyed that episode, by the way. Oh, you did? Oh, good. Yes. Nice, man. It's one of our most successful episodes so far. Well, I say successful. I guess popular is a better word. Yeah. yeah. One billion streams. One billion. Nice. Yeah. And that wow, that was so just on are... Spotify, and then there was a trillion on Apple Podcasts. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then a gazillion. So, like, on can YouTube. I have some money? Uh, Since you guys got so, got so much no. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like you know, how much a dollar costs? You know. Yeah. How much <laughs> does a dollar cost? Ah, nice. Ah, but All right, guys. I reckon this is a good place to call it quits. Um, T, thanks for coming on again. You've been great, great wisdom and insight. And you know what? Thank you for having, having me. a little bit of a break gives me another chance and all of us another chance to give this album another listen. So Let's do um, it. you're welcome, Kendrick, for some extra streams. I know you need them, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> wow. You know, we, we just try and do our part for, you know, artists. Trying to give you know, back, you know, just trying to give artists, back. You know, out there. Right. You know? <laughs> Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. Amazing. Nice um, so we finished with you, track six. Um, next episode, we'll pick up, well, not the next episode, but when we do this part two, we will pick up with All Right, which is track seven. All and right. then we'll go all the way through to track 16 and finish it off. Nice, man. That sounds like a plan. Amazing. All right. Well, yeah, T, as I said, thanks for coming on the show. Um, David, Thank thanks for coming me. on the show as well. You've been nice as well to, to have you on. Um, yeah. We'd Not sure I'll bring back. you on again, but... Uh, no, I'll be back, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. I'll find my way back here. <laughs> I'll be interviewing someone and then suddenly, like, David's joined the chat. <laughs> just like, hey, guys. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm late. Uh, David, David, uh, yeah. you're here. Good to see you, yeah. Peace. Good to see you. <laughs> All right. Easy, guys. Um, T, give give, your, give yourself a bit of a plug. Like, um, shout out. When Where can people find you? And um, there's something coming out soon for you, isn't there? There's some exciting man, there's news. a lot. There's a lot happening right now. Um, nice, man. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you for having me. Um, I love it here. Aww. I love this place. Um, we love you, T. We love you. On that note, um, there's one single that I produced that's coming out by an artist named Bale. Um, he is Bale on Instagram, B V L E. 
if you want to check that out, coming out on the 22nd, I believe, or the 24th. I'm not too sure. Hope he doesn't bail. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. I I thought of it as soon as you said his name and then... Wow. I thought of Gareth Bale, but um, probably most people won't know who that is. So continue. I have no idea who that is. Um, And I have a single that I did with these lovely two girls um, from AIM, Rena and Frida. Shout out. That was mixed and mastered by the man... Jack Sherlock, Woo. thank you very much, good sir. And recorded. It's amazing. Thanks very much. Yes, hey. yes, definitely. And recorded. Oh man, some My exciting apologies. news. Yeah, um, it's coming out on the fourth of August. So not yeah, too this one's long a really good one as well. Save the day. Yeah, I love this one. Yeah, so um, it's coming out under Season Music S Z N apostrophe S on Instagram. It's in my bio. Follow me at Tawanda Official. And Toronto Bay Music official on uh, all platforms. And yeah. Amazing. Much love, guys. Nice, bro. And stay tuned. Oh, we got, we, we're planning some, for those who don't know, uh, some new age stuff mm-hmm. or GBT, Good Vibe Tribes um, stuff coming along. So yeah, stay tuned, guys. Exciting. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Amazing. Well, Guys, you can find tea on all those places that I've forgotten already, but you have it recorded, so you can just go back and listen to it. Go but with us, you can yes, find sir. us on Instagram at the artist notepad, facebook.com forward slash the artist notepad, and you can email it. You can email it. I can't say it. David, you do you want to say it? Bumbled. At, no. Artist notepad so at gmail.com. Without I, the, I know we have to say it. But yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for <laughs> listening up to this point. Um, it's been a this swell has definitely time. Been, it's definitely been a chill podcast. So we've done that. Oh yeah, we maybe been a bit too chill. Yeah, but we'll so catch chill. you next episode. Peace. Yay. Peace. Deuce, deuce.